Welcome, guys. Anthony and Jasper, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate you guys making the time, coming down. Jess and I are super excited for this one. I think mainly because we just see so many similarities with what you guys have built, how your business operates and you know the community feel that you guys have. There's so many different parts of your business that you have going on. And so I'm really excited to, to jump into both of those today. Let's start with, start with maybe you, Anthony. Let, give us a bit of a rundown of what R-Sport is, the brand and I guess how it, how it came to be. Sure. So, I mean, R-Sport, the brand, I refer to it as a sports team. Um, which I think is really important because with team, everything we do is team centric. We want to build teams. We want to grow teams and we are, we want to be one big team. Um, so back in 2018 had the, the thought and building the foundations of originally from Adelaide. So I had it sort of in my mind, this is what I want to do. I had a brand previously, which is, you know, gave me a bit of, bit of insight of what I want to do and how to, how to go about it, but just really wanted to take my time. And my wife and I decided to move to Melbourne in 2018. And that's when I sort of really wanted to sort of get it going and start putting down the foundations. And we moved to Melbourne and sort of took me another two years to sort of really launch it. But um, in those two years, you know, it's all about refining the brand, refining the logo, what we're finding the essence, what we're all about. And the vision's always been there. It's just about implementing it. And yeah, it took a bit of time to do that. And Doing my research, like going to textile shows, which were down in South Wharf, down that way, I went to a few of them and really wanted to understand the fabrics and how I wanted our product to be represented and feel. I've always known growing up in sport, playing a lot of sport, I love sportswear. I love the feel of it. And I knew kind of the direction I wanted to go with comfortability, but it's all about how can we portray this in a style as well. So that's the product side of things. And yeah, it took a little while to sort of get a few garments together because um, I can be a little bit pedantic at times and I wanted it to be just right. And um, yeah, launched very softly in 2020. Um, you know, we had a couple of tees. We started off with a um, football jersey as well. So it's really been there since day one. Hmm. Um, and that was the R Sport FC debut kit. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of just, yeah, from there I really played with a lot of different compositions and, wanted to really sort of get that, get the right feel and something that's a little bit different. Um, yeah. So, and from there we've sort of just grown really nicely and slowly and organically. And I guess, yeah, the B2B side of things we can talk about mm -hmm. obviously a little bit later, but yeah, that's where the foundations are really laid. And yeah, there's obviously been a lot of tink, tink, uh, so yeah, a lot of different um, improvements made over the time, especially the website and, you know, different things like that. So yeah, but we're, we're here now. So Cool to hear there was like a very long journey leading up to, to now, you know, 2023, you're obviously five years in. It's another good message and something we tell a lot of people is like be patient and, you know, you didn't really launch for two years and similar to us, like we didn't, you know, put anything out there for about a year or so, just doing the stuff in the background. So it's very refreshing to hear um, and hence why, you know, the brand is in such an amazing spot today and working with lots of amazing businesses. So Jasper, where do you, where do you come in in all of this? I guess originally as a bit of a fan of what Anthony was designing, um, I guess for me, I'm very passionate about design, but also I love fashion. Uh, I love that inter intersection between sort of sportswear and high-end fashion, probably buy too many clothes and shoes. So try to scale that back, but now it's fun <laughs> getting to design stuff that we wear. And yeah, I sort of um, had finished my, my footy career and um, 
was in a bit of a transition phase trying to figure out what I was going to do. Um, was studying design, um, viscom at um, Torrens Uni, uh, which, which I enjoyed, but um, I guess I was looking to maybe do something more practically or see what kind of work there was out there. But I guess we got connected because I bought something um, and Anthony's just got really good um, customer service. He's always messaging people, thanking, you know, being really appreciative of them buying something. And, and you know, I'm sure we'll talk more about that, just building that community. And I think anyone who meets Anthony really, you know, vibes with him straight away and feels really appreciated. Um, so it was no different with me. And then I think, you know, Anthony recognized that I used to play footy. So asked me down to, to be on, um, like, well, it wasn't really the podcast back then, but just to do a sort of recording and he did a bit of a write up, I think bit of a photo. And then, yeah, I guess in that conversation, I must've been mentioned I was looking to play some social futsal and <laughs> he was like, Hey, I got a team. You want to contract out pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And one of our uh, mutual um, close friends, Kit um, was already playing in the team. I think somehow, yeah. I don't know yeah. how he got oh, his- Kit was, he's a great story. So he's our host of the podcast of our podcast. Um, yeah. Same thing. Kit, well, Kit actually bought for you. That's on, right. So he, I remember, yeah, Kit bought like two garments of the same, and I messaged him. I was like, "Man, have you made a mistake? You've bought two of the same things." He's like, "Oh no, it's just for a friend of mine." Blah, blah blah. I was like, "Great." And then like, Kit and I sort of sparked a bit of a relationship. I was like, "Dude, if you ever want to come down and play a game with our team, do it." And like, honestly, like seventy percent of our team are client, like ex customer customers, but are now great friends. Yeah. So that's how we sort of built this team. And um, yeah, Kit came down for one night as a fill in. And hasn't missed a game since. So we couldn't get rid of him. So we just kept him, but we love him, man. He's so Not a good. He's, player, but he's yeah. our captain now. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's he's our pretty much our steward at the center back, man. Like he's yeah. the most there couldn't be a more better position for kick as like a person because he's so solid, such a good guy, so reliable. Same and, as um, houses. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that's big then, Virgil yeah. Van Dyke energies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, he brought Jasper. Obviously, yeah, he sort of connected me with Jasper and like Jasper said, we had that initial sort of catch up. I wanted to do a bit of a bit of a recording interview slash write up on our blog, and yeah, it sort of came together, and that was great. And then we Jasper and I sort of formed a friendship from there, and yeah, really understood each other's capabilities moving forward with our strengths. And I mean, yeah, we'll get to like that story as well where Jasper's coming in the business, but that's where it all started. It's awesome, guys. And I mean, for the listeners' perspective, I think everyone's quite aware right now we're in the craze of soccer jerseys. It's feeling like every single person is almost wearing one down the street at the moment. I mean, we've got the Women's World Cup on here in Australia as well, so there's a real frenzy around. What I love, though, is, you know, we're seeing lots of brands just dive in that don't really have a history in making sporting jerseys and soccer specifically. It's really cool to see your brand flourish right now because I think, you know, you're, you guys, I would I would label as, like, purists in this space and hence why you're playing in, like, the local leagues and, you know, you really live, live and breathe it. So, you know, when I saw like the first Nico's jersey a few years ago and I was like warming to it. But now if I was to buy a jersey, like I would want to buy it from, you know, a place that's really authentic. So I just wanted to make that comment. I, I like that uh, it's always warming to me to see a brand that's like been staying really true to what they are. And then when that becomes mainstream, it's like I hope that they grow through that, you know, and I think it's happening with you guys at the moment, which is amazing. Um, the second comment I want to make is Anthony, 
with you being a very warm character. I've never had someone that I don't know that well respond on DMs with my name on every DM. Just really, <laughs> I loved it. Like it's, you've been in this great rapport. He's like, Jess, I'm running late. I'm super sorry, mate. Next message. Hey, Jess, how you doing? So I've got this. Hey, Jess, I'm really sorry. And <laughs> running late is a common theme. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. Um, usually, I, I'm usually pretty punctual, but sometimes, I mean, Hoddle Street got me today. Yeah, it happens. So, so it happens yeah, the best. It wasn't great, but yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I just love communicating with people, man. Like mm. people, I love people. Um, I think, yeah, like saying people's names really important as well. Yeah. Um, it's really personal and yep. I think it's, yeah, obviously you've picked up on it. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy like to be able to even chat to you like in the DMs and stuff like that. So yeah, it's all good. Man, and you know, backing off what Jasper said, I, I can see you going through, you know, and messaging customers and emailing them. I think for brands listening, it's such a big thing and it's, it's probably the most overlooked thing. It's like someone's coming to you to buy a product. That's a big, really big step. And for you to build that relationship can really just build out like a great foundation for your brand. Yep. Most people just overlook it, probably don't even thank them, maybe send them the, you know, the automated response or something like that. But yeah, do, do, let's go a bit deeper in that. Do you write any like handwritten notes or what other steps do you take? See, that's the thing I, I, I did initially and then it's not like we're like getting inundated with orders, but yeah, it's something I've been a bit slack with, it's which tough. I think it's a big thing in business to be able to write these handwritten notes with each order. I just haven't, yeah. Unfortunately, mm. I'm like super responsive in emails and DMs and always willing to chat, but it's just not something I've done. I mean, that's why you're spending all your time in those emails because, yeah, yeah. You, you do put a lot of time and effort into them and it definitely stands out because I think you do have certain brands send back and, you know, you can kind of tell when it's a bit automated or a bit of a copy and paste. But, yeah, when they're saying your name and, you know, really asking you questions that are quite personal, that's where you, you build that rapport. So yeah. it's awesome. Appreciate it. Of course. That's obviously one of the hardest things in, in business and especially small businesses growing from this small you know, thing where you can write handwritten notes to every single customer and have a personal interaction with them. And then you see some growth and it's like, fuck, where do I put my time now? It's like yeah. I've got a hundred things to do. I'm assuming that's where Jasper kind of comes in. And it sounds like he's been a real driving force with taking the business to the next level what was the maybe you can go into that story of, of yeah. getting jasper on board no doubt um i mean yeah design takes time we all know that and um time was getting pretty thin because you know client jobs are sort of starting to come in and you know retail side oh yeah our own product retail designs were probably yeah I, I was struggling to find a balance between doing the client work and then our own stuff and our own stuff was suffering because you know the client jobs come first um, that's just how it is. So yeah, Jasper came in with a, you know, we did a collaboration together and that was really, that really tested the waters of how we're going to work together. And it worked so seamlessly. Like it was the Arswote 70 kit, which was great. Um, and I sort of knew from there, like Jasper would be a great fit for the business. Um, for me, it's like getting in a partner. I was never interested in someone just dumping in a shitload of money or whatever for me it's more important for someone to really understand the business work their way in and um yeah just get know the ins and outs because someone who just throws in money and there's nothing wrong with investment but somebody throws in a bit of money especially early days they're going to want to see returns and um that's just not something we're really interested in in like you know obviously profitability and bottom line is it you know drives the business but for me, getting someone involved, I really wanted them to understand the business, understand the vision, and Jasper did all that. And with our collaboration, it just sort of reinforced for me, just knowing, yeah, he understands our vision. 
Um, he's a great designer. And um, yeah, I just thought, you know, both of us still work for free for the business. So um, we, we're in it for the long term. We understand that it's like not just about putting cash in our pockets and stuff like that. We really want to build something special. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the essence of sort of how everything came together as a partnership. What were the conversations like? I can imagine, you know, you've, you've built, you put in so much hard work over such a long period of time to bring someone in that you haven't known all that well. Yep. It can always be, you know, pretty traumatic in a sense. Yep. It can go very wrong very fast. What type of, what types of questions were you asking to sort of iron out Jasper if you were? Well, I guess, yeah, like we understood where we both sort of stood. Oh yeah, where we stand in the business. Um, you know, we've had some, you know, it's never been like a too intense conversation, but you know, we've got it written down, like our responsibilities, what our shares are in the business and what not. So that's fully understood and we respect that and understand it. And we know each other's roles. Um, and yeah, look, it's just, for me, I know I can't do it solo. Um, and I, I, I love having people around and working with people. So for me, it was, you know, as a sole trader for two years or whatnot, it was, it was great, but it was just piling up too much and uh, I'd rather do it with someone. Did, did you know your strengths and weaknesses to a degree? Like, was that something you're aware of when Jasper came on board? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, my background is e-com and marketing. I am, and I'm, you know, I'm skilled in design, but it's not like my everyday. So, you know, I know what I like and what I can design and, you know, I know how to, yeah, design the logo for this brand and everything like that. It's great, but I know I can't spend all day designing. Like I love, like I said, the customer service side of things. I love updating the website. I love doing the emails, not every email, but like no one really loves emails, but I love interacting with emails. Jasper, Jasper loves emails. But, um, no, like that's, and that's where my strength is in like, you know, building relationships and, that's the same. Like Jasper has these strengths as well. He's super good at building relationships and, you know, obviously he's not on the e-com side of things yet, but we might trade him up. <laughs> no, he's, uh, but like, I like keeping, I like keeping us to our, like our strengths and we sort of meet halfway in a lot of things as well. So, yeah. Cool. Jasper, what did you see in Anthony and maybe the business that drew you to becoming involved in, in a big way? I think first and foremost, just, Anthony's personality he's such an approachable guy super warm I really vibe with anyone who has that kind of personality and I didn't really anticipate any of this happening I think at some stage when we collaborated on the Arsworth and also like my other futsal team that I was playing we did it just a kit for that um, I, I guess I saw an opportunity to to do some design work which I was looking for and it did come to a head for where I had to choose either R-Sport or uni, finishing uni, and I've chosen R-Sport. Oh. I think for me, like I I knew what I want. I know what I want out of a design career. Uh, I'm probably not going to go for a job interview at, a, at an agency or, you know, a big um, design studio. It's not really one I'm after. I kind of just want to do my own thing, uh, whether that was like freelance or, or just, yeah, just keeping it for fun mainly. So I, I guess – I realize there's an opportunity here to design things that I like with minimal creative restrictions really other than, you know, we chat and make sure we're on the same page. Um, and I guess design for me at that point and, and still is, is not necessarily a, a money-making part of my career. It's, it's, it's a passion and, you know, it'd be good if it does end up like that, but still for me, the sole focus is, is the community side of it, doing things with purpose and, and designing what I like to design. And if people like that, that's really special. And I think, Anthony and our sport 
gave me an into that and it's just grown from there and then as we've built um you know we've just had more discussions of like how can we grow these you know meaningfully and organically and luckily my previous career is giving me connections to to people who've given us great business advice and so you know setting up as a company and, and getting that advice and making sure we do that really well making sure we iron out everything that could be a problem a problem as you mentioned before and being really transparent about that, I feel really comfortable to be transparent with Anthony. And whilst there was some, I wouldn't say awkward combos, but I'm like, you know, I did ask, do you want me to put money into this? Do you, what, what does this look like? Yeah. Um, if we're going to split the company, what, what does that look like? And I, and I was being very conscious of this is your baby, Anthony. I'm coming in to help um, and I bring my skill set, but I don't want to come in at you to feel like I'm overtaking this thing from you. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not backseat, but like, this is very much your vision and, and where I can add to it. I really want to. And I definitely have some strong opinions about direction. And I know Anth really values my opinions, whether it be on design or who we bring in on certain projects or, you know, the language we use. Um, so, yeah, I guess um, I can't even remember what the question was. But <laughs> hey, I, think it's beautiful, yeah. I think it's just been a super organic there's never been any kind of ulterior motive from my end. I've just sort of gone along with it and it's just sort of, yeah, like Anthony was, I guess, asked, like, would you want to be more involved? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, if we figure out what that looks like and how that works for both. And, yeah, we both have other jobs, so, like, we are a little bit limited sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I think it's also worked really well for us that we haven't had to fully hinge everything off our sport so we can actually do it at the pace it needs to go out. And, and that's really important for me, I think. Yeah. And, and just, I guess one other thing is just that community feel like building this community and, and making it really inclusive to, to people who buy our stuff, but our friends and new friends who we bring in and giving them opportunities to explore their creativeness is, is awesome. Just we lean on a lot of people like we, you know, we bootstrap a lot of our stuff and just involve our friends who are doing awesome stuff and just, yeah, giving exposure to other people too. I love that. Yeah. Of it. That's the thing. Like this is a bit of a weird sort of thought, but like oh, sort of like with our, with our team, it's like, yeah, everyone brings something. Everyone's doing something cool. And I kind of like as a big Wu-Tang fan, they're massive, they're collective, like eight of them or whatever, how many it was, is – like they all brought something to the table, their own style, their own vision. And like with our team, it's like obviously we've got the brand, but like we've got all these people in our team who keep us inspired. Like we've got artists, we've got um, musicians, DJs, um, obviously, yeah, a bit of everything really. And we all sort of have the same values as well, which is super important. You know, we're all, we like to think we're all pretty good people and we all support each other. And yeah, we just enjoy each other's company and, really really like open to people being a part of it like people are still joining our team that are like been in for a couple of months or whatnot and they just slot in so nicely and yeah it's just a good thing to be a part of there's probably again two things i want to unravel there is first i think with what just was talking about i think you guys share that really important respect for one another and your thought processes and i can talk about that because i think jack and i have the same trait and I think it's probably the most important trait in a partnership between two there has to be a really healthy respect for one another and you're not always going to agree on what someone thinks but you have to respect it and from that respect you're from you're you set foundations of a really I use that word healthy a lot here but it is very healthy you know and that's how you can build 
I can see that in you too. So I think that's incredible. The second thing I wanted to talk about was what you were just saying about the group and the community and the tribe, I guess, if we're talking um, about Wu-Tang as well, is I think, you know, you're building something so special that it's like, why wouldn't you bring all your friends, family along for the ride, you know? Sometimes you can get the blinkers on, you know, maybe it's with designing and you just you can't think about anything else. But I, I like how you talk about the different creative, you know, pathways and bringing those different energies into your group. It can only make things stronger, in my opinion, and, and more fruitful, uh, I would say. Um, so I think that's a beautiful message. It's like people maybe in Australia, you know, we're in this huge country with like 25 million people. It's quite an odd We've been around for like 100, 150 years. It's this funny dynamic in Australia and we're still new to a lot of things, but I think spreading those, that positive energy across a wide community is you know, the way to do it in my perspective. Back to that message, um, that or that idea that you are the sum of your five closest friends, something Jesse and I speak about a lot. And it sounds like you guys have really invested in who is that core group that you're surrounding yourself with and you know that's opening you guys up to so many different industries and artists and amazing, amazing opportunities. So that's, yeah, it just sounds like the foundations you guys have set over the last five years and just for the last 18 months is just so healthy. And um, it just makes so much sense why you guys are where you are now. Yep. And then as well as like building this community and working with all these other creatives and businesses, which I want to really dive into. I think that's a big part of what you guys do. So how have you gone? You obviously do lots of collaborations with other businesses. How do you go with maybe, you know, sourcing those and, and finding those same value sets in, in others? Yeah, well, if I take it back to our first ever collaboration, it was with one of my best friends, Jack Devereux, who's a massive part of our team. Once again, great striker. Um, <laughs> did his knee, unfortunately, but he'll come back stronger than ever. Um, yeah, we did a, um, a jersey back in 2020 as well. And, um, you know, he's an established artist. and yeah, we put together a very French inspired kit and that was for us a bit of a launch pad as well. Um, just utilizing each other, man, and like sharing our visions and yeah, it came together nicely. I'm sure you can see it on our Instagram and I still have it on our website. It was sold out three years ago, but I just love having it on our website because it's a bit of nostalgia and just shows like what we've done in the past. So yeah, that's sort of where the first collaboration started for our sport and it was so cool just to do it with a really good friend of mine. Um and yeah, he's you know, he's a fantastic artist and more importantly, a better person. So yeah. Um, and then, so if we go back to the question, it was... Yeah. I mean, maybe just around like what collaborations you guys have done, how you started on that journey, why you why you make that a priority. I yeah. think, I think I'll just add in like, we're in a really fortunate position now where we don't really have to chase anything. Like uh, luckily for now, we're like we're getting hit up and I guess we can choose what, what we have time and capacity for but what who we would want to work with and, and then for the most part we're getting hit up by by brands or businesses or, or, or individuals who we think really fit our team yeah. so that's a really lucky you know well, not lucky it's just a really nice place to be in that um i mean last year there was there's some lean months and but this year it's felt like yeah yeah we, we can be really selective with with what we want to do and who we want to work with yeah, yeah i've been mean, like some of the businesses in collectives that have reached out like it's really flattering because i've looked up to them for such a long time they're very established companies brands and um yeah for me it's just a bit of a pinch yourself it's like but at the same time it's like you got to get to work on it and produce something that they love and 
yeah, we've been lucky enough to, you know, hit most times, which is great. Um, and yeah, I just love, even yesterday, like I delivered a sample to a, a client who's very renowned in the coffee game and um, they were just so excited, like seeing them feel... No spoilers yet. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I was about to start rattling off all these things that we haven't um, yet. We can We can spoil a few, but I'll keep these guys close. Um, yeah, just seeing them feel and try on like the jersey that we've, you know, envisioned together. Um, you can just see how excited they were and they're like, like this is going to be so fun. Like, they got all these like it's a big event to sort of like bring it together and it's just going to bring – it's going to be a good time and like – what a big, like doing these jerseys, man, like it just creates a team environment and people get excited and everyone wants to be a part of something, you know, mm. like we all grow up wanting to be a part of a team or a mm. part of a community and nothing signifies that more than a jersey or a uniform. Um, obviously, you know, we love expressing our own individuality as well, but like having that piece that you share with someone is really just brings you together and it's just, yeah. Absolutely. And so, so was it the, was the first collaboration with Nico's The Sandwich Sort? So that was our first, yeah, first business that we worked with. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that experience. Yeah. Well, I'll take you back to when the idea formulated as well. So at the start of 2020, I um, was in the shower. Apparently this is where all the best ideas get made, right? <laughs> and um, I had this thought, I'd never seen it before. I'm sure it's been done, but I'm not claiming I'm a revolutionary by no means or a pioneer. But yeah, I was like, oh, like what's something we can sort of do as a different arm to our sport. This is before we'd launched. I was like, because I've always wanted to do B2B as well. I was like, maybe, you know, there's some great merchandise for businesses going on at the moment, but maybe we can elevate this and really provide something that's sports-driven, team-driven. I was like, soccer jerseys would be a really good one. So I got on the DM. This is without having, you know, launched or having a portfolio. So, yeah, I'd, I sent quite a few out to about 10 15 local businesses and you know got the old no sorry not interested which is completely understandable so I kind of like threw that idea in the bin pretty quick it's like let's just move on let's just do our direct to consumer and focus on that and then yeah I started going into Nico's most mornings for coffee which was great and started chatting to an absolute legend by the name of Leo who is one third of the Nico's trio and he got asking about what I'd do and all that sort of jazz and sort of showed him and like he saw the R Sport FC debut kit and he's like, shit, I'd love to do one for Nico's. And I was like, man, we can do this for you. Like, no worries. I was like in my head, I'm like fucking jumping around and like thinking like this is actually something we can do. So yeah, that rolled from there. And um, yeah, I just went all in on that, you know, like provided eight different mock-up designs and, you know, we went through them pretty thoroughly and we came to a home and away kit. And then, yeah, it was just about getting the samples in. I wanted them and, like, we've come such a long way with what we provide for details where we are now, but, like, still just looking back at the Nikos kit, I'm just like, it just brings back so much. Um, and, yeah, like, yeah, sorted the samples, good to go, and all of a sudden, you know, they've ordered X amount and I'm like, this is so cool. And then, yeah, it just sort of popped from there. Like everyone sort of, a lot of people I ask or a lot of clients I ask, oh, where did you sort of find out about us? So they're just like, yeah, the Nico's jersey. I was like, man, it's still getting around. It's, <laughs> it's wild. So, yeah, that's how it all sort of formulated. And then we started doing some local teams, local social teams, which is so fun because you get to connect and it's something we're so passionate about. 
being on the pitch. And, um, yeah, I just love when our clients create their own Instagram and take it really <laughs> serious and build their own little <laughs> brand around it. And it happens. And I, I strongly um, advise to do so because it's something that just keeps everyone going and keeps the team alive. And It's funny every time, like, one of the teams, like the corn chicks, for example, gets like a massive win. I'll just message and go up the corns. Oh, <laughs> I, like get, I, get I haven't even met the guys. Yeah. But like, yeah. that get, it's just like the corn chips. Shout out to the corn chips. They're just <laughs> such a exponent of like doing it right. And like, they're so passionate, biggest legends. And um, yeah, I love seeing their result each week. They've, they won their first premiership or first title um, in our kits. So yeah. we've just done a new kit for them and added on that fucking star, man. We've <laughs> got some more funding now, yeah. they, from the, from the yeah. So, yeah, they've definitely upgraded. <laughs> going large. They're going large and, you know, they're, they're doing their thing, man. And, like, yeah. it's so cool when, like, you know, they're not going to win every week, but, like, they'll still put up their scores and we'll get behind them. And yeah, so, so do yeah. our, like, people will DM me and, like, fucking come on, Chips, get up <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Two losses in a row. Yeah, like, what are we doing wrong? In a bit of a lean patch at the moment, but um, I think they're coming back. They went up a div, so, okay. yeah, they're finding their feet. But you I think never want to get too good at futsal and play Div 1. Oh, yeah, it gets we got bit, found out pretty yeah. We like a little, like, Div 2 just nice, is so. our, our, our area where we can kind of stay competitive. <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> yeah, man. So we've gone through many lean patches ourselves. So <laughs> it happens. It happens. I mean, in the sport, reason so. we changed to outdoors was because we had such a lean patch. We're like, we need to change. Missed the finals. I think we lost oh, like nine strength. games in a row, but we were like, there was like five absolute heartbreaking losses, oh, yeah. and like we were just we were, we were in every game. <laughs> we just lost by a goal and it was just like oh we need to change up this is oh, getting that, depressing get that competition was super tight as well like <laughs> yeah. that ladder like it was literally like two points deciding each team like throughout the whole thing but and we're yeah. rocking up with you know a full kid every week and i feel like teams are going fuck these guys we're gonna beat these guys it's a blessing and a curse sometimes yeah, looking good on the we're yet to um <laughs> yeah we're yet to get that star as well we've lost two finals yeah. so oh. it's pretty heartbreaking tough, yeah. yeah it's tough we yeah tough i need as well. oh, we man. need a flag. Sales are going through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves a, a yeah losing underdog team. So that's true. The, we the can, third um, finals are just that's it. the sweet third, one. Third time the, lucky. Back to the collabs. It sounds like they and to your team, I guess concept that that you're building is almost like with each and every collab that you guys do with a business or a brand, you're almost adding another team member to your team, which is really cool. And um, you know, back to your organic approach, it's it's really building this amazing community i'd love for you to you know having done so many now with these different businesses from different industries do you have any tips or tricks on maybe approaching a business you know for brands out there looking to collaborate with others maybe some benefits that, that can come from collaborations yeah i'd probably say don't be too forward build a relationship before really get to know them and then yeah just build a foundation don't just go straight in like i want to do this for you well like at the same time like you know, you got to put yourself out there as well, but like, just be measured with your approach, but like be understand, like people are going to say no, just be persistent, like keep going, keep going. But I think like it is really important to get to know these people and get to know what they're about rather than just being like straight in. I can do this for you. Mm. Like, yeah, you might get yes here and there, which is great. And that that's it. But like, I think it's so important to build that relationship, man. Like, and yeah. plant, yeah, planting seeds and, yeah, as Anth mentioned, being persistent. Like, we've got a client, I won't drop who, because it would be a really exciting one later this year. But we planted a seed 
Well, I planted a seed like probably just as I was coming. I was like, we have to do a kit for this brand because they've just got the best branding. Mm. And I designed mock-ups and sent it through and he was keen, but then uh, then just fizzled out and then eventually he's found his way back and we're doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But within that time, we've built a relationship, mainly Anthony, um, outside of, you know, sure. working together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when we st- have started putting out other work, like it's a bit more front of mind and then he's like, He's decided, yeah, now's the time. And particularly with the Women's World Cup out, it is a really great time. Businesses are looking at opportunity to to do something different, celebrate women's football. So, you know, we're cashing in. Well, we're not cashing in, but we're like kind of benefiting from being involved in that, in that, in this time and, and um, yeah, doing our own stuff for this World Cup and, and celebrating women's something we're really excited yeah. that we're doing soon. And maybe it's worth even talking about the project we're dropping there because that's very much been about us reaching out to people with this concept and not knowing if people will be involved. And that's happened really organically. And I think for us, we wanted to be involved in the Women's World Cup. We love football. We love women's football. We want to support and and, and give voice to, to the many amazing women out there who are playing this game. Um, but how could we get involved? We're like, we can't just design and sell kits that would just look awful so what what's the in like and and yeah anthony had this great idea to to reach out to a pro women's player and then we're like well if we co-design this top maybe there's a we can all the profits can go to a charity of their choice and then as you start building this concept and you build the relationship with the different people involved and give them ownership of whether the direction of the project as well then that's how this project has has really grown and so i just say like kind of back on that question when you reach out to people yeah having a really solid concept is always a really good starting point Mm. um with purpose and for us the purpose here was like celebrating a moment in time this is a historic event here in australia but how can it be more than that how can we how can we raise money for a cause or whatever it is and always have to be that so i think just be really creative and open to where like a concept can go and how more meaningful it can be as well is a, is a is something I like to think about anyway when we do stuff. Yeah, it's amazing where a foundation of a concept can really lead to. Um, the more time you put into it, the more ideas get flowing, the more people get involved and it just turns into a, a, an amazing thing. And um, this is what we've seen firsthand with what we've been working on with um, the project Jasper's referring to, which I'm sure we'll get into, but um, it's just snowballed into something really special and couldn't be more aligned with who's involved and the values that we – Trey and yeah it's just something i know we're going to look back on and be super proud of yeah I, i'd love to we've got the jerseys here i'd love to pull those up for the camera in just a minute just one thing i wanted to touch on jasper and was how well both of you both of you have done it where when what when you've approached brands you've given value straight away so when you you referred to previously you sent them a mock-up of these designs and that's showing a brand straight away that you're serious and you're giving them again value because you put lots of time and effort in. And, and I refer Anthony, when you were saying to Nico's, you gave them eight different designs at the start and that would have taken a long, long time, but you're putting direct value into the relationship. And you're not just trying to take, you're not asking how much am I getting paid mm. straight away. You know, you're, you're making sure you're putting that value in. And I think that is one of the most important things for the listener to take, because unless you're giving value, you know, often you will just, probably hear the no yep. but yeah. um with all that aside did you no no i reckon uh, let's yeah let's get let's right into get, the jerseys let's, let's have a look cool. at these jerseys so so maybe as jasper's doing that anthony what's the the background on this project who's involved yeah um, so 
been really fortunate enough to link up with Alex Chidiak, who's just an absolute legend, superstar player. She's really entrenched in this community. She's got her own community and she does really cool things with different niche and um, boutique brands and she just supports. Um, so kind of seeing she's been involved with like ultra football, really another good um, football brand called Unwanted FC. Um, so yeah, kind of just dropped a line to Alex in hope and um, yeah, I mean, it's a real testament to her personality and who she is. She reached out back and um, was really interested and yeah, I think that mindset of just doing it and like seeing where it takes you, she has that. And yeah, it's just, she's just an incredible person. Like you see like in the campaign, how well she speaks and her vision and what she believes in and her values. Um, so yeah, that's where it sort of really got kicked off. Um, yeah. Like Jasper said, we had the idea. We really wanted to be involved in the women's world cup in some capacity and do something really purposeful and meaningful. And um yeah, really excited with what we've come together and who's involved. So, yeah. yeah. Jasper, maybe talk us through the the design process on this one. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the home kit and it's got the away. So we actually, that was a late decision to do a, a home and away. And I reflected on something someone told me recently, like giving choice to people is always a good thing, particularly in, in, um, clo- in the clothing world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess... We reach out to Alex. This idea is like, we want to co-design a top with you um, and we want all the profits to go to a charity of your choice. Um, so she's done a lot of volunteer work down at the Big Issue with a, with a program called the Community, the Women's Community Street Soccer Program um, for a number of years. Um, started doing that with, um, during her time at Melbourne City and there'll be a video that you can all watch that will explain all this in more detail. But I guess from a design point of view, um, I wanted to do something with her that reflected her football journey, her life or anything meaningful really that she brought to the table. And it sort of began a bit of like mood boarding and she sent through, you know, all her favorite retro kits and, you know, classic teams that she supported growing up. And so that was my, how I started the base of um, the foundations of the design. And then I was getting a bit stuck. Um, she's She was playing for Louisville at the time. So it's in America, a bit of time difference, but super responsive. Uh, she's been so responsive throughout this whole process, even since she's been on tour with the Tillies, which has been amazing. But I kind of just asked a question. I'm like, oh, um, you know, is there any, give us some some stories or like some stuff that's happened in your career that, that would, um, you know, elevate the design mm-hmm. and basically give me, give me, I was having a bit of a creative block. So um, <laughs> she said, if you can incorporate, penguins tea and lego somehow <laughs> and i'm like okay what the hell uh, but <laughs> i just said you never asked <laughs> she was kind of laughing but i said well just tell me what they all mean and and we'll see we'll go from there and she she wrote me this really long email about what each of those elements meant and mm-hmm. and like anthony said she's she's amazing she's an amazing person she's very articulate passionate community driven and and each one of those little things really meant something to her life mm-hmm. So I just was like instantly creative refresh. I was like just bursting with different ideas. He couldn't um, get away from the design. He was so he was so entrenched in it, which was yeah. amazing because he was so passionate about it. And um, yeah, but yeah, I I, I probably delayed the the, the campaign because I was I, I was too particular about stuff. But I'm glad I was. Um, but yeah, when when I read that email, I was just like, we can't just. 
this isn't just a top we're designing. We need to tell this story visually um, as well. And we've been working with our, our mates at Final Third Studios or Sydney Base or not working. We've been speaking with them and admiring each other's work for a while, but looking for a, a way to collaborate. And I was just like, you know, we need a video piece here, but we we just don't have the skills to do it justice and i think reflecting what we've spoken about already today is like bringing people in not only friends but people who are good at what they do mm-hmm. and letting them go for it um so i think this whole way through i've we've not been possessive possessive over the direction or the story it, it's just like letting everyone come in and and do it to the best of their ability and final third came in and yeah we just sort of talked storyboarded what what a video could look like um reached uh, yeah we sort of we're tossing up whether have a tea company as a sponsor because we thought it would be great for someone to come in and basically give a straight up donation that we know we can give to the big issue mm-hmm. just as a bit of safety because ultimately you don't really know how this will sell and you know if it bombs and that's a bit embarrassing <laughs> hopefully not but it was just getting a bit too commercial and we were kind of wasting time reaching out to tea companies and not getting anything back um and it was maybe just gone off track from kind of the the essence of what we were trying to do a bit so we yeah i've, I've got a mutual friend uh who knows marcus at homie one of the founders and you know, i've met marcus a few times and 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 alex had mentioned oh, i'd love homie to be involved obviously the synergy between the big issue and homie homie we, we, in, very know, strong yeah. is is very strong and they've they've worked together in the past so i reached out to marcus and basically said look do you just want to be like slapped as the sponsor on the front? You can be as little or as more involved as you'd like, um, but we'd love for you to be front and center. And, and, you know, if you want to help us sort of give it a push and be a part of the storytelling, that's so totally up to you. And that we're just super stoked to be involved. So homie went in and uh, basically let me design the homie logo in any way I wanted to, which wow. is cool. So um, yeah. Uh, then, yeah. So just, pulling all these design elements and different sort of bits of symbolism into the, the the kit has just been so rewarding and getting to know Alex over that journey. And then, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty crazy few weeks. There's been a lot of moving parts. We're all doing this like pro bono um, mm. because it's a passion project and it's all, it's a charity project. So everything we're doing time wise and, and design wise is it's going into that free of charge to, to, you know, hopefully raise as much money for the community street soccer program as possible. But, um, Lots of moving parts, mm. people in Sydney. I mean, Alex, the, the time she's given us mid Tilly's camp and now now into the World Cup, I've felt so bad hassling her. <laughs> hey, Alex, can you just reply to this or do this? Like, you know, I feel like terrible, but she's just so good about it. And, um, yeah, these samples took a while to come in. I was stressing, but it's just – We've kind of been joking recently. It's just like, what have we been saying? The philosophy. Just got to tr- <laughs> just trust it'll work it out. Works out. It'll work out the way it'll work out. We can't get too um, wedded to it being in one way or another. And, yeah. and um, um, yeah, tomorrow we'll launch it with a video, two-week pre-sale. And um, Unreal, su- guys. super stoked. Um, it's awesome. Like, I haven't heard your creative process and I guess the the prompts that she gave you. It's cool seeing like the penguin on there. You got, you got the Lego. Teacup, um, the background, the teacup. Also got Alex's cap number in there for the Matildas. Wow, that's really um, cool. And yeah, twenty-seven. She wears eight at the moment for the Tillies because um, in competition time they don't go above twenty-three. But she unfortunately missed out on the squad a few years ago, and it was pretty devastating. So 
then she got another opportunity, I think, in 2022 to go play a series against New Zealand. And she wanted a new number that kind of represented a bit of a comeback. And 27 was that. So she describes 27 as a comeback number. I just like little little meanings like that I just think really add to the story. And there's literally nothing on this that doesn't mean something. So yeah. mm. um, it's so fun to tell that story. It's been, yeah. it's been not easy, but just an enjoyable yeah. experience. I mean, yeah, even like... The red and blue checks represents – she's from Adelaide. She played for Adelaide United for a bit, so that's the red. And then the blue, she's represented both Melbourne teams, Melbourne Victory, Melbourne City. So we've got a bit of an and in-between Adel- blue. And Atletico Madrid as yeah. well. She's the first ever um, Australian women's player to, to be signed up to yeah. La Liga team, which is wow. another wow. part. And this is all going to be on our website, the kind of backstory and yeah. the black and white. I think oh, that was another reason why we just decided to do a white and a black because um, Adelaide City was a club that she – that really yeah. propelled in, her into her sort of A-league career yeah. and, and they, they wear black and white. So Yeah, it's all good. Everything on the kit has a meaning and, like, that's really what we're about when we design kits. We want to tell a story. We want to know the background. It doesn't matter who we're working with. We want to know the background. We want to know what they want to portray on the kit. And it's something, like, not everyone's going to pick up on it, but it's there and it's like – there's questions, there's answers. Mm. Yeah. It's beautiful, guys. Like back to Jesse's point earlier about being purists, you guys are in it for all the right reasons. So, yeah, testament to you guys and what you're building. I'm sure this campaign is going to be, you know, nothing but incredible. Um, so, yeah, to talk to us about, you know, soccer jerseys, football jerseys are obviously the main staple of your business. You're now expanding into, you know, your cardigans, track pants, had really high-quality stuff too, might had, I add. had a big pop-up recently as well to showcase some of that. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with the pop-up. So that was – Jasper's really led this campaign with Alex because I've had to really focus on the pop-up. So that was where a lot of my energy was. Um, something I've really wanted to do for the last couple of years, have a physical space. I've always been a little bit nervous, a bit apprehensive, and that's me. I'm pretty measured. I, um, <laughs> I go into things. I have, yeah, all these ideas, but then I really sort of want to just – eliminate risk and like yeah and that's probably not the traditional business owner like i can be yeah, a little bit risk adverse but that's all right i um so yeah we that's we where had, i come in <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we had the means up. to do it and um you know i wanted to really make sure this pop-up had a meaning so like i got really excited to design these track pants could the tiramisu track pants i wanted to launch them and so yeah the friday night we had it was interesting. I was like, Friday night, we're not selling any product. It's all about come in, have a good time, hang out. Funnily enough, people were like, can I buy tonight? I was like, sorry, it's not happening. <laughs> it's like, we're here, just have a good time, eat some tiramisu, drink some tiramisu martini. <laughs> and um, that was pretty much the theme of the night. And then, you know, a couple of our mates from our sport FC DJed and it turned into a bit of a party and it was such a good time. Like, so that really kicked off the weekend nicely. And then, yeah, went into the pop-up with no expectation, man. Like, I would kind of like to sort of throw expectation out the window because, yeah, I just like things happening the way they should. Um, so, yeah, like didn't have lines out the door or anything, which is to be expected. Um, but everyone that came in bought and like we really much, like I said, really just the whole weekend couldn't have gone better. Like, you know, we've people coming in feeling products and like for us, like, you know, we don't claim to be a luxury sportswear brand, but I highly believe our products are premium and we put so much thought into our fabrics, our compositions, our sizing, 
and it was so cool for people to actually really feel that and understand it and yeah for like funnily enough i'd say 90% of people that came in actually bought and it was like it was so cool and for me as well with the pop up it was so important to have our friends involved um and in the space so jasper's brand woe as well which is obviously we've collaborated many a times with had a had a rack had his section our good friend luke who runs into carry upcycled carry bags um had a section friend jack devru artist had his art up there his partner moo had her artwork going so it was just a nice collective and um yeah we just wanted to host it and host our friends and just get people through the door and hang out. So it went really well. Um, and I think like like we we turned over a bit, which is always a nice surprise. But I think the biggest benefit in my eyes was just chatting with people. And I know personally when I go into a store, I'm generally like, I just want to go in, look, I don't want to be hassled, don't talk to me. Mm. And I know I, I don't think we gave off that vibe. We were just there to chat if, if people wanted to ask questions, but just – overwhelmed with how many people wanted to talk to us and know about the brand and I guess for us to showcase what we're about and I think we're both really genuine authentic people so I think that rubs off like mm. and that's we do that genuinely but that's an opportunity in that space to to do that because now people will associate the brand with a couple of guys who you know want to have a chat um who yeah, who are really sort of mm. genuine. So uh, I think I think that goes a long way to like building your brand outside of just the products you create. Awesome. Um, and that yeah. was my overwhelming sort of walk away was just like oh, just so. chatting to randoms who are mm. walking away, and now we're seeing our stuff in the wild. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, like that. I um I should also say big credit to my wife Christy. She really pushed Absolutely. the envelope of doing this pop up. Like I said, I'm. Um, apprehensive she sourced the space sourced the idea she does yeah and like she's a massive part like she does a lot of our content a lot of our behind the scenes content a lot of our social media i do call her our social media manager even though i do a lot of the social media like posts i'm very pedantic with that but she's super good with the content and um she understands like she's been there since day one so she understands everything with the brand and she's very much yeah she's basically our partner as well obviously mm -hmm. so with the brand and yeah so kudos to christy as well it's very special guys it really is a uh, wow uh, i think you know with, with the pop-ups as well if anything they always just like the word spreads you know what i mean and like whether that's for, about the tiramisu and you know those types of things or you know whether it's just about the conversations as you're talking about jasper and it's always hard to rip the band-aid off and do the first one it's yep. quite daunting and but i really think you know like me personally i was trying to get there and you know whatever happened i couldn't quite make it but now I really, you know, want to get to that second one and I hope to see that this can grow and because the message you're spreading so positive in society and I, I really hope that does continue to grow, you know, and I think, yeah, I really guess, I really hope that you guys do keep just doing that and and, and I know you will, um, but yeah, and I'm sure that's what the first part I've told you is that we need to do more. Absolutely, yeah, instilled so much confidence, but um, uh, such a funny thing, like it went really well almost too well and like even like these cardigans that were on the water was not expecting for another two weeks they arrived on the friday of the pop-ups so i was like this is ridiculous Shit never happens. <laughs> no, no, no. i was like this has never happened before but i mean i, I had this it. like brought back down to life moment so like on the friday night or something maybe uh, i'd I accidentally broke the toilet seat in the um, so was place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had this moment on um I had this moment on the Monday night where I'm just like fucking 
getting this toilet seat, replacing it. I was like, you got brought back down to earth so bad. Just on my hands yeah. and knees in the toilet, just replacing the seat. Yeah. Like back to back to work, kid. Yeah. You know? so, so good. So that thing that you would never have like counted for oh. or thought about just breaks your neck. Yeah. <laughs> but even like like for me as well, my hoodies weren't ready in time. Like they were they were meant to be ready the Friday to be on the racks that night. I had to pick them up 7.30 in the morning, but I also had to like T- stitch that this tags I had weren't stitched on. So oh. I was kind of yeah. like, God damn, this is not ideal. But then we just set up, I just set up a sewing machine in store and just did it at the time. And <laughs> it just awesome. kind of added a bit of a mm. kind of fun cool element touch. to it. And mm. people so good. Like, what like, are you doing? And I was like, well, you know, it's like, you know, there's some ebbs and flows of the day where people were in and people weren't out. So I just like sat there and, it was kind of nice. I think it oh, kind of great. Um, just added just this kind of quirky part to it. I was just like at the desk, I remember, and I was hearing, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine's just getting these fucking um, yeah, the neck labels on and like it was so funny because it was quite fiddly, obviously, and <laughs> you did a great job. But um, obviously comes with frustration as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But I mean, yeah, you did it. Kudos so you did it by yeah. yourself. So yeah. you're pretty good like, on the sewing machine though. Mm, oh, I'm okay. Handy, handy, <laughs> handy. Okay, but yeah. Uh, it was handy to be able to just do that in store and got there eventually. Didn't have too many hoodies, so that was good. Talk us about the, uh, talk to us about the podcast. Obviously, yep. we it's what we're doing right now. It's a big part of our business. Why did you guys jump in to that space? Yeah, just to network and build relationships, and you know, it's great content. Obviously, yeah, a lot of people have podcasts, and they're so good. Like for a reason, like people are doing them. It's, it's no secret they're great great drivers of content and for us it was like one I love Kit so much and he's such a good speaker and I love having him involved in the business in a capacity and he's such a busy guy he runs his own business frames ready made on um Ligon Street that's a bit of a plug um, <laughs> anyone need any just uh, yeah anyone needs frames the best <laughs> custom frame business going around yeah. and he's a sponsor of our team so after you win your first finals you need to get <laughs> yeah. your jersey frame 100% yeah get your team you guys have it all frame. covered this yeah time. <laughs> you guys got to think someone for everything yeah that's it um so I was like yeah I reached out to kid I was like man I'd love for you to be involved um you know you've got He's been waiting yeah. for someone to ask, I reckon. <laughs> He's to, got a radio background. background. So <laughs> he was pretty quick to say, I've got a radio background. So, and that uh, man, he's just been the best host. And like, yeah, for us, like, you know, it's pretty infrequent. We're doing it once a month. Initially it was once a fortnight back last year, but our schedules are just a bit too hectic. So, um, and like, you know, we're not together all the time. We have our own mm-hmm. works. So yeah, we do that once a month and we get people on that we're really interested in and what they're doing. Like, you know, we've had different people from like um, Dr. Dom, who's um, a nutritionist at Richmond Footy Club um, and used to be at Geelong. And then we've had Ryan Grant, who's a Sydney FC legend, and um, Nell, who's an AFLW player now for Collingwood. Back when we interviewed her, she was at um, the Bulldogs. So lots of different walks of life. We like to get creatives, lots of different sports people, mm-hmm. um, anyone who's in just doing something interesting. And, um, yeah, we just like to hang out and talk. Much like you guys, like yeah. I've been a long time listener of this podcast. Like I can date back to like listening to, yeah, like I was saying to Jack earlier, Caribou, she's really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And hearing her like photography journey and what she's putting in. And then another one is the Observe Gallery crew, um, brother and sister, listening to them. Like I really love what they're doing um, in terms of how they go about their brand messaging and like their tone of voice and I um yeah I don't want to go too deep into yeah. it but I really like that they 
gone a different route and not really been so face of the business. I love that. And like just, um, yeah, hearing Louis from Earl's the other week and yep. Daniel Patrick, like, yep. oh, yeah, I love listening. Thank you, man. And, um, you. yeah, you guys are doing such a good job. Thank you so much. And if uh, I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't know it was my place, but I think Observe Gallery is definitely a brand that, uh, you know, I can see some stark comparisons and crossover. And I think maybe down the line you guys should – Definitely catch up, but I, I could really see you guys working together on something. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's all people, as you guys know. The podcast is amazing for that. As you were saying, Jasper, the pop up, like just being able to speak to people and spread the message like that. There's there's no better way of doing it, which which we've seen. So thank you for coming on today. It's been amazing to sit down with you guys, get to know you, have a chat. Um, we're shoot, I mean, we're already big fans of what you do, but I think after this chat, just getting to know you guys and and here in the background to the brand, it's um, yeah, massive fans, and you know, can't wait to be involved in in any way, shape, or form in the future. So, thank yeah. you, Thanks. Thanks thank so you much. guys, much appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate it.